Hello and welcome to New Mediator. I'm Dave Lamarck. Pardon me as I back out. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on uh, that we're going to talk about. This episode is going to be short because uh, I'm missing some equipment that I wanted to use uh, for this episode. Uh, having just some minor technical, issue, technical issues, I have. Um, I took a trip and I left the charger for my iPad. Um, at a family member's house, and uh, so I was going to do add some background music to this episode, which you can just listen to my air conditioner for now, I guess. Um, and my key is clicking, uh, so that's one thing. And also, one of the applications, actually both applications, I wanted to talk to you about are on that iPad. I don't have any other um, devices that can. Uh, how would I say this? Uh, so this episode was supposed to be about Vine and Instagram. So we'll talk about it briefly. Um, it's, uh, if I've been on Twitter for a while, I, I, Twitter, the Twitter app actually used to say what number you were when you joined up on Twitter, like what, uh, chronologically you were the whatever member of the Twitter community. And uh, I got in there really early because, um, although I've not, I am I am uh, definitely not part of the technorati in any way, shape, or form. But when I was hanging out in Boston, a lot of my friends were, and so uh, at that time I was hanging out, uh, not hanging out. I was you know I was hanging out with the Boston crew, but um, I had become friendly with like Bree Pettis and. C.C. Chapman and a few other guys who were at South by Southwest when um, Twitter was first revealed, and I was I thought to myself, "Oh, this sounds kind of neat." And then uh, Twitter Twitter's um, feature phone or dumb phone support was a little bit more robust than it is now. So if you had a regular phone, I actually can still tweet from my regular phone. I don't have a smartphone um, per se. I mean, there's a couple in my family. I have an iPod Touch, which is practically a smartphone, but I don't actually have. Um, a smartphone plan, so all my Twittering is done from a, a laptop, my iPad, or my iPod, and I can do some Twittering from my actual regular feature phone. If you're not familiar with the term feature phone, that's just any phone that is not a smartphone, it's called a feature phone because it has features, because no one wants to buy something called a dumb phone, um, not even me. And so uh, I want to talk a little bit about the differences between Vine and Instagram. I'll get into it a little bit, but it's hard for me to talk about it without actually being able to pull up the app. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm doing this whole episode blind. Not only am I doing it blind, but I'm doing it without the background music, and I'm doing it in my car, which is never good. Um, I never like how these ever come out, especially now it's 84 degrees and uh, outside. I don't know. It must be like 94 in this car. Uh, and it's nighttime. It should be cooler than this. But um, I'm not bitter or nothing. Uh, but yeah, so I, I can't complain, but I will. Um, so yeah, I, this is not exactly how I wanted to go, but I will touch upon this stuff because it's so timely. Um, Vine is an application put out by the same people. I don't know if it was actually put out by the same people who brought you Twitter, but it is uh, supported by Twitter. It falls under the same umbrella. People who own Twitter also own the company that produces Vine. Now, what makes Vine special? Like, what's a Vine? That's great. That's a good question to ask. Um, so, a Vine... All right, you know, let me start at the beginning. 
Twitter is something I, I've been on for a long time. I really like Twitter. Um, although I, I have to say, I'm not one of those people who's really good at coming up with... Uh, I'm not a, a good, a natural writer. I'm not a good natural writer. I can come up with the ideas. I, I'm more of a person who needs to talk things out loud or can draw things up or if I can eventually, you know, what I think takes some people ascends, takes me a paragraph to explain. Um, but that's okay, you know. Differentiation is good. Um, but I, I still like Twitter. Uh, I'll put up pictures and stuff. It's, it's pretty great. Um, but they introduced this other service called Vine. And Vine, like I just started talking about, it, it kind of falls under that Twitter umbrella. Vine is just like Twitter, but where Twitter, you are restricted to 140 characters in a text message. Vine is a six-second video service, video and audio. So you record a video with your Vine application by holding down the record button, and you can record six seconds of video. Why six seconds? It must have had something to do with the, uh, the nature of the networks, um, the idea of, I guess, keeping everything down, the timing down helps, you know, all the packets, the actual information that's being exchanged to produce all of this stuff on the internet. Make, you know, if you're dealing with smaller files, it's easier to move things around. Um, so I guess six seconds is what some engineer came up with. And it's actually a good amount of time. You can actually, you can surprisingly do a lot with six seconds. And there are some amazing visual artists doing some amazing things on Vine. And it's nice because you see all these people uh, who, you know, these are people who are already on Twitter, I guess, but giving them just six seconds of video, it gives us the, the, uh, these people this nice vignette to work with. And it's uh, good. It's good for musicians who can come up with like a six-second song. There are some actors. I'll say like Will Sasso is killing it. Killing it on Vine. Oh, yeah. Will Sasso, you mean the heavy guy from... Uh, from Mad TV, and I'd be like, yeah, but you shouldn't, you know, that's sizes. You shouldn't judge people by their size, especially because I'm probably more heavy than Will Sasso is now because he's lost weight. All those weight Sasso lost, I gained. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's he, his stuff is great, and I'll get into it more um, probably next episode or whenever I eventually get a charger from a damn iPad. Um, and who else? There are a few other people. Uh, there's a particular person I want to talk about. Um... I'll even say it. Shy Guy Tim is killing it. Uh, I love the fact that this, uh, this guy, Tim, uh, I'll have to be, say I'm biased. Tim is, uh, Tim, Tim, a.k.a. Shy Guy Tim, a.k.a. Tim Belosis, is uh, someone I actually know from high school. He's someone I on occasionally hang out with. He's a Jersey guy. Um, super funny and actually was really into video when we were in high school. You know, I think he's in tech now. I actually don't know exactly what he's doing. I haven't seen him in a while. When you have kids, you stop seeing all your friends. Uh, but his vines are amazing. They're really amazing. I have to describe some of them to you later on or in the next episode. But he's like, if I didn't know him, I still would think his vines are some of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Um, and Vine was really kind of interesting to people. Now, I know we said how, you know, Vine is a six-second video with audio. And it loops, too, which I forgot to mention. The video loops. So um, it kind of has this feel of a, you're the man now, dog, if you're an old school interneter like I am, um, what happens is uh, the, the loop kind of creates, it kind of changes the whole vibe of whatever silly video or poignant thing you're doing. It's really good if you're like taking a video of something like the rain because uh, 
it makes it uh, seem like one constant, you know, forever, kind of like a, almost like a living gif in, in, in a way. But um, yeah, and it loops. It's really nice. Uh, so, and Vine's been this really, you know, it's been really, there's been a lot of talk on Vine. There's a lot of people, a lot of famous people doing Vines. I'm only really going to talk about people who are doing interesting ones because I don't really care about famous people that much. Um, some people really like it. Some people hate it. But um, what made it even more interesting is that just a week and a half ago, Instagram, if you're not familiar with Instagram, it's like Twitter for photos. Um, basically, people sign up and take snapshots and put them public and people can follow them. I'm also on Instagram. I love Instagram. It is... Um, for two reasons. One, it's really easy to use. So if I upload, a, if I take a photo of something in Instagram, I can add filters if I want. I don't usually, unless it fixes the color of my photograph, because there's no flash on your iPad. Um, it's great. And it also uploads them directly to Twitter. So instead of having to figure out 140 characters, I can forward my Instagram. It sends it to my Flickr page, so it's automatically archived. Send it to my Tumblr, so it looks like I'm actually doing stuff. It's great. And, um, it's, and it's, it's the kind of vibe I'm used to. I'm used to creating visual things. So this is definitely my strong suit. So recently, a week and a half ago, Instagram introduced a video, uh, not a video application, a video feature. So now just like in Vine, you hold down your finger on the, uh, record button and it records a 15 second video on Instagram. Now, uh, it, it, there have been a lot of naysayers. There's definitely people who are Vine people and Instagram people and people who really don't care, and that's fine. You're allowed not to care, but it's very interesting the kind of the opportunity gives you for like uh, for visual art experiences, which is why we're covering it here on New Mediator. Um, I really like Instagram video because one, I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like being restricted to six seconds. Um, and not let's. I'll be honest. Most of my sh- shots on Instagram are less <laughs> than six seconds because you don't have to use the entire fifteen seconds of video. You have to use all the six seconds in Vine. But um, I like having that little extra buffer if I need it. And it they're optional. You don't they don't automatically start and they don't automatically loop. So um, it's nice uh, if you don't necessarily want to have you know, something say repeated over and over and over again, like some kind of family guy episode. The other thing I like about Instagram is just, it's just the website or the app just seems more robust. I, I don't know how long, honestly, how long should a six second video on vine take to download or to whatever, to stream because mine is super slow and super unreliable when it comes to, um, showing videos. I sometimes will leave Vine open for a while if I want to see something that someone is put up. I almost never have a problem with Instagram. Um, and considering the videos are the same, but they seem to be the same quality and they're longer, you would think it would take a lot more time to uh, buffer or whatever. But yeah, uh, Instagram seems a little seems a little bit more reliable. Um, but yeah, that's basically what's been happening. It's like the biggest thing I've been dealing with lately. Um, I've been putting up work up on Instagram and I have a vine as well. I think my vine is the same as my Twitter, Dave Lamort, D A V E L A M O R T E. 
Um, however, I wasn't, I don't know, I really chose my Instagram name poorly. I maybe I should start it over. Um, my Instagram name is Dave, is Dave Idlamort, D-A-V-I-D-L-A-M-O-R-T-E. doesn't really matter because they're both attached to my, um, they're both attached to, uh, my Twitter anyway, which is like, you know, where I have the most of my followers, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something I'm, I'm enjoying a lot. Um, and I guess what I, I'm definitely, I'm, I, as you can tell from this whole thing, I'm definitely more in the Instagram camp, um, than on the Vine camp just because it, it's easier for me to use because I'm more often going to create a photograph than I am going to create a short video, especially because it is a pain to take a video on an iPad where you have to hold it down. Yeah, it's really annoying, uh, especially if you're restricted to only 15 seconds. Maybe if I end up getting an iPhone or an iPod with a camera eventually, maybe I'll, it'll be more robust. But uh, so far, uh, that's what I'm working with. So yeah, you can feel free to follow me. I'll put links to this stuff as well. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to um, an opening in the city, which is nice, at Freight and Volume. I'll put a link to that as well. Uh, I don't know all the artists. It's a group show. Freight and Volume is at. It's on West Twenty Fourth in uh, in Chelsea in, in Manhattan. Um, three of the artists are James Com, William Pauhida, and uh, Michael Scoggins. All people who I love their work, um, and the people whose names really stood out to me. I can't remember the other people's names. Probably other, um, probably some other people as well, but. Um, you know, darlings of the bad at sports slash hyper allergic, uh, art circles. Um, if you're not familiar with their work, um, William Pahida does these, um, really, they're technically beautiful and they're super intelligent drawings where he actually critiques the art world or will do social commentary through, um, his drawings. And what, um, what I find the most amazing, the technically amazing part about them, not just how clever this and smart this guy is, um, cause it's really, really annoying when you have someone who's both talented and super smart. Um, but he often makes his drawings look like he's drawing another person's drawing. So he'll like, he does a lot of like lists on loose leaf paper, uh, that he tacked to his, um, studio wall. And then he draws it. So it looks almost like the paper is also tacked to the picture. And they're really technically amazingly done drawings. James Calm. Um, oh no. It's not James Calm. What am I saying? Lauren Monk. Lauren Monk. Lauren Monk. Lauren Monk. Um, Lauren Monk and James Calm are the same person. I know that. Uh, Lauren Monk is the uh, painter, Brooklyn painter. He does these amazing paintings, that, like history paintings, just like Pauhida stuff. His work has a lot of information in it. Um, although um, Monk is more like a um, histo- art historian, so he'll like make maps and visual maps and mind maps, basically showing where artists lived and showing art communities and galleries and stuff. And they're, these, these paintings are really jam packed and they're really amazing to look at. Not only are they interesting, you learn a lot from them, but they're really nice to look at. And it's funny that I talked about, uh, William. Oh, I should explain. Lauren Monk is the artist. He also has a, um, nom de plume or nom de video where he, uh, does like these amazing video, shorts of walking to galleries and doing art reviews on YouTube under the name James Calm. So, um, 
he's often said in interviews that sometimes people don't realize uh, Lauren Monk and James Com are the same person, and they will often forget because James Com is just as feasible of a name as Lauren Monk is for um for a male painter from Brooklyn. So sometimes they'll forget what his actual real name is. Um, but look up James Com Com with a K uh, K A L M. Um, the videos are really great, and it's fun watching. Sometimes we'll get kicked out. Um, and then also someone I follow on, uh, Tumblr and Twitter, and I'm a big fan of his artwork as well. Uh, Michael Scoggins is, uh, he does these large scale drawings and his drawings actually look like they're done on pieces of loose leaf paper. Often, if you look at them online, you won't realize that the drawings are not on actual pieces of loose leaf paper because he makes, you know, his own homemade loose leaf paper. And then he does these drawings kind of this counter, this, um, alter ego of his, a younger, a hyper, um, kind of almost like a memoir kind of, but like almost a character of himself as a younger person or like more like a more extreme version where he actually draws on these giant pieces of paper. So it looks as if he's drawing some kids drawing in their notebook, but the paintings are like three feet wide and like four feet high. Their paintings, their drawings are three feet wide and, and uh, four feet high. And they're really great. Even though they look like they're done like a kid, the the composition and the way they're done are just really amazing. And also just like the other two artists I mentioned, really freaking clever. Um, and he can, a lot of it has to do with the art world as well. It's kind of a commentary more on the art world, like more Pau Haida. Um, but really excited to see all the works. Maybe I'll even meet the artists. Um, and I'll try and throw in some links if I remember to. And if I don't, you can leave a comment at newmediator.org that I have links to great interviews with each one of these artists. Michael Scoggins literally just did one this week with Bad at Sports. And I know Lauren Monk and William Pahida have done them with um, Bad at Sports as well. But uh, our friend uh, Phil Mellon did a really great interview with Lauren Monk. I was really jealous when I found out he did it. Uh, he just talked about his work, and it was uh, really great. So I have to really link that one because that one's really my favorite. Um, so that is it for me. I hope this sounds decent, considering all the uh, hubbub and all the the pain I've been going through lately with this junk. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. Any comments, questions, or concern, you can hit me up at Twitter, Dave Lamort. You can hit me up on Gmail, Dave Lamort at Gmail. You can leave a comment on newmediator.org. Um, and if you sign up for any social network ever, I'm probably already signed up for it. Just look for me. Um, there are no dumb questions. Oh, there are dumb questions, but I won't hold them against you. Uh, that's it. Please. Uh, thanks a lot. And please stay subscribed.